At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America on v the sports betting network. Welcome back. This is our number three of Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. Femi and Bebefe hanging out here at the VEASAN studios at the South Point Hotel and Casino. James Salinas in Colorado. Two hours down, one to go, James. And let's turn our attention back to the football. Well, first of all, just where is your excitement level for not only the NFL, but for college football to be back in our lives coming up this fall? Uh, I'm excited just f- to get any football going again, <laughs> yeah. Femi. I mean, football is football is always going to be king. We know in the National Football League, as far at least on the sports betting calendar, uh, for me as a, as a sports better, that's where the majority of my time is going to be spent. Mm-hmm. I typically don't bet a whole lot of college football. You know, there's there's only so many hours in the day, and you you look at a, a board with the National Football League. Okay, well you you have thirty, you have the thirty two teams. You know exactly what it's going to look like for from week to week to week. You understand the teams, you understand the matchups, and and then you have plenty of time to break that down during the week with injury reports and practice reports, et cetera. But, you know, with college football, you get on any given Saturday and the board is just so extensive. And I know there's mm-hmm. plenty of – there. you know, the the we don't have to bet every game in college football, but the books are putting a line on every game, and we know they miss we, – we know there's plenty of smart players out there that find value within the lines that are missed by the sports books yep. because there's so much going on, especially live betting. I think that's – that's the biggest piece with college football if to, to get involved is I'm just watching the game and I'm watching things transpire and I keep an eye on the live market. But, you know, for me, honestly, the, the majority of my time and I'm, I'm really contemplating how I'm going to attack the NFL this year, in particular when it comes to the contest, because I'm already registered for the contest, in particular mm-hmm. the, the Circuit Millions and the Circuit Survivor. There we go. That, 
You know, well, I've, I've, there's, what, what am I going to bet, Femi, in college football that's going to give me the payout that the Circa Millions is going to do? And I have to consider that when I'm talking about, well, how much time do I want to take away from my NFL handicap to put into college football, baseball, any of these other things once this NFL season starts? that there's nothing in comparison. And I know what those checks look like. I've been there. I've done that. I've received a couple of them. And there's no bet that I'm going to make. I'm not putting out these big six-figure plays to be able to get that kind of return back on any kind of other sports. So it's very – It's I, I temper myself with how I manage my time because there's only so much time to put into handicap. And if you start – at least for me, again, I'm just speaking for myself, if I start to split my time out there and, and kind of dilute the my handicapping time that I get to any given sport, I feel like I start to dilute my process. Yeah, I think it's a good lesson just for betters in general there, whether you're betting football or any sport, or if you want to get into multiple sports here, time is finite and you don't have all of it. So it's, it's, you, you only, you only do so much there. So to me, I think that's a really good lesson. Um, but with that said, I think the way I attack college football is mainly through the futures markets, uh, game to game. I'll dabble a little bit just for something to kind of have on a Sunday or a Saturday sweat there. But the futures markets is really what gets me through college football season. And I wanted to play a little college football confidence meter. These are some of the big boy teams, James, some of the teams, and we'll see how confident we are in them with their futures markets and what those prices sit at. And let's start with Alabama, the Crimson Tide who lost in the national title game to Georgia a year ago. Right now, Alabama to win the SEC, minus 125, the odds-on favorite. To win the college football national championship, they are the favorite at plus 190. To make the playoff, minus 240. To miss, plus 195. Their win total is sitting at 11.5, plus 110 to the over. So plus 110 if you think Bama's going to go 12-0, and 0, minus 135 if you think they slip up anywhere on their schedule. But what is your confidence meter for the Tide with any of these prices here? upcoming in this season well i think all the prices are really short to look at saying well I, let me find let me let me go ahead and jump on alabama i, th- I think they're gonna alabama is who they are right we know that georgia mm-hmm. uh, is georgia's on the i'm not gonna say the second tier as far as recruiting goes we know they get massive recruiting classes too but they have a lot of talent from that championship team from a year ago that they're gonna have to fill didn't they have femi correct me if i'm wrong 15 players from that team drafted uh, into I, the nfl this this past draft. I lost April. count. I lost count. Every yeah. other defender I thought was from the, the Georgia, University of Georgia. Georgia. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, so, and I know that that's, they're at that level where they're going to reload just like Alabama does, but I think there were some key pieces that moved on to the NFL and that's not just something you just plug and play. And for Alabama, you know, this is a team that, uh, well, you, they didn't make, they didn't finish their ultimate goal because they were there to win the, the national championship year in and year out, but the price is just so short. I just don't know who's going to challenge them to say, oh, I'd like to make a bet on the other side and find somebody else to come out of the SEC or even the college football. I mean, they're less than two dollars to win the championship. That that just again, these short prices are just something for me. I'm not going to look to get involved. If anything, for for betting on college football for me is strictly week to week and situational for me. And I look for a lot of situational spots when it comes to scheduling. Mm-hmm. We know these kids, are, and we see it in the NFL all the time. There's flat spots in the NFL, and I know the NFL schedule is is long. Longer, so it's more of a grime than what we see in college football. And college football get a few; uh, they get a few scrimmages along the way with some of the cupcakes <laughs> that they put on their schedule. So it's not nearly the grime, but there are always kind of flat spots, or more so kind of that look.
look-ahead spot, and that's where I would be looking to attack. And you look at Alabama, and as low as that team is, 11, 11 and a half, and I get it, it's juiced to the, we were talking about the win total earlier, it's juiced to the under, but basically saying that they have to go undefeated. I still think that they know they don't have to go undefeated to get themselves in the national title picture. Mm-hmm. They're going to be there. You can't have... they. they Looking at their schedule, I think it's interesting to look at, well, where are some of the sandwich spots in there? Maybe not so much a sandwich game, but you know all the, the hoopla that went in went in uh, a few months back with Texas A&M and Jimbo Fisher and the, the war of words between the coaches there. You know that game is going to be super amped up, and that's going to be a game for Alabama where they're coming off a game at Arkansas, now coming back home, playing Texas A&M, spin right back around on the October 15th and have to go travel and play at Tennessee, that's where you look for some of that. At least for me, that's where I look for some of those slip-ups, and maybe there's a letdown from that factor. You're having those two big games, in particular the big game against Texas A&M. That's a tough spot to go turn right back around and see, bring that same level of, of focus and intensity out into the field and mm-hmm. have to go out there to Knoxville. Those are the kind of places I look for. And can they slip up there potentially and maybe look at the season win totals to say Alabama will not go undefeated because they do get everybody's best shot week in and week out. Yeah, and then they play in the conference that is the most respected conference in college football out of the SEC. Uh, just for the record, you were correct with the Georgia Bulldogs, 15 players. Our producer, Stephen yeah. Bond, confirmed it. It was a record 15 Georgia players drafted in this past spring's draft. So Georgia, uh, I, they retooled just like Bama and all these other big boys as well. So probably going to be another formidable season for the Bulldogs, the defending national champions. A team that didn't make the playoff a year ago but is loaded with talent, and I absolutely love them here, James, the Ohio State Buckeyes right now to win the Big Ten, Ohio State minus 250, plus 350 to win the national championship. You have to make the playoffs minus 255. The no is plus 205. The total right now is at 10.5, juice to the over. So minus 200 to go over 10.5 wins for Ohio State, plus 165 to go under. What is your confidence meter right now for the Buckeyes? Well, the confidence meter would be, yeah, I, I'm not going to bet against them to win the, the Big Ten championship, but I also don't want to look at futures. If I'm looking at futures, I'm looking at plus prices, and we're laying $2.50 to say that they will, and you know, it, it, most likely they will. They're gonna, they're, the, they're the cream of the conference there, and it's, it's for Ohio State. I think they're looking to um, – it's always going to be the showdown with Michigan and within that within their division, but – uh, it's you know dealing with Penn State as well. Like the schedule will be challenging for them, but yeah, they're clearly to me the best team and have one of the top quarterbacks. You can debate that whether it's Young or it's C.J. Stroud there, and they're both terrific playmakers and they're going to score a ton of points and put up a lot of points. If anything, it's just looking at the totals and playing the overs on a week to week basis. But again, I just feel like these these numbers are way too short to want to get involved, even for to win the championship it's only plus 350 and you have to make sure that everything goes right nobody gets banged up and no key players you don't want to have cj stroud going down but you need to make sure that everything rolls right that way and just to say well it will and they'll win the national title it's just plus 350 femi it's too short for me is that something you're going to get involved with uh, i've already gotten involved with the buckeyes but i got them at better prices i got six to one and five to one okay. to win the national title just because of everything that they're bringing back there with the offense like yeah. you mentioned uh, i think they might score 50 a game to be, to be quite honest, like they are going to be that explosive because they return a lot on the offensive line. The wide receiver room is the deepest in the country. I mean, we saw Jamison Williams transfer out of Ohio State to get playtime at Alabama. 
Like, when do you see that yeah. somebody transferring to Bama to get more play time? But that was the case for the Buckeyes wide receiver room. And defensively with Jim Knowles, the defensive coordinator out of Oklahoma State a year ago, he's now with the Buckeyes in Columbus. I think they can get that sorted out as well. The defensive side of the ball was their weakness a year ago to where Ohio State at 6-1 to one and 5-1. to one. I mentioned it before uh, last week on Betting Across America on Friday when I was with Josh Applebaum. The Buckeyes are my team this year. Georgia was my team last year. I love the Bulldogs and all their talent. The Buckeyes are my team this year, hoping to hit it back-to-back here in the futures market. we got about 90 seconds left here, James. Real quick, I want to squeeze in USC and their confidence meter. Right now, the Trojans, 2-1 to one to win the Pac-12. That'll be a Big Ten question in a couple years here. But to win the Pac-12, 2-1. College Football National Championship, 20-1. to 4-1 to one to make the playoff, minus 550 to miss it. Their win total's at 9.5 juice to the over, minus 140. The under, plus 125. Where's your confidence with the fight on at USC? Now there'll be a bet against for me. I think that's with all the distractions that's going on with, with both them and UCLA leaving the Pac-12. And I think they're going to get everybody's best shot with within their schedule, week in and week out. And all the talk is going to be about what is that going to look like for USC beyond this year and when, you, when you're moving on to the Big Ten and, and how that's going to play out and all the money. And we get it. It's, this is a business. And flat out, it's a business. It's, we can call it amateur athletics, but really this is the feeder system to the NFL. Yeah. That's what college football the is. Money is- an amateur, I can tell you that for sure. Absolutely not, right? <laughs> Multi-billion dollars. But I think that's just a lot for these kids, and, and there's a lot of transition, right? Coaching, new coaching staff, quarterback, mm-hmm. all of that. But that's just going to – all it does is feed the fire for their opponent week in and week out. USC is going to absolutely get everybody's best yeah. shot. Those are going to be games I'll be looking to bet against. But we know we're going to have big numbers there. It'll be a week-to-week process. Nothing in the future market for me for USC. Yeah, if, I, if anything for me, it may be the under at plus 125. But like, like you, I'm not really looking – to back USC to do anything of note. On the other side, professional ranks, blue chips, red chips, talking cornerbacks next here on BAA. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? 
I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard. He don't care about guarding. He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then he's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all of your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. So visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back. This is Betting Across America presented by BetMGM. Femi Bebfei hanging out here at the South Point Hotel and Casino. James Salinas in Colorado. James, one of the cool things that we get to do with the GM Shuffle podcast, I host it with Michael Lombardi. Uh, new episodes every Thursday. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review for that for the folks who are especially the football junkies like you and I, James. But one of the things that we do is we start of the series, and it's the red chips and blue chip series, position by position. We've been going over this over the last couple of weeks now, and it's going to lead up all the way to the season, which the last one will be the quarterbacks, which I'm sure will be the most debated one. But this past Thursday, we talked cornerbacks, and the five boundary cornerbacks who are the blue chips are as follows. Jalen Ramsey, J.C. Jackson, Marlon Humphrey, Marshawn Lattimore, and Denzel Ward. But I want to start at the top here because Michael made the point about Jalen Ramsey being head and shoulders above the rest of the guys. He is the premier corner in the NFL. And as a better, when you look at somebody who's as valuable as Jalen Ramsey to a point spread, probably worth a point, maybe a point and a half. You can make that argument depending on where the line is at here. Um, but how does a cornerback and being a shutdown corner kind of impact your handicap and your overall thoughts on Jalen Ramsey as well, the all pro there for the LA Rams. Well, I think corners just different now. It's not the same as <clears throat> what, how, what we used to think of a lockdown type of corner that would take away your best receiver, whether they shadowed them wherever they went or, all right, Hey, Daryl green's playing the left side of the field. Mm -hmm. You can forget about throwing a Daryl green side. That is just a done deal or Deion Sanders, that kind of thing where, you know, they, they would just take away either a, a certain receiver or take away a piece as part of the field. You know, now there's just so much coverage because the, the offenses, you know, you're, you're having three, four, five receiver sets sometimes, right? Where they just go empty and you play a lot more in the zone behind. So your safeties are in, coverage a lot more your 
backers are in coverage a lot more. So it's not just, well, just give us this corner and he's going to lock down the, the, this left side of the field. So I think it's when the corner's out, it's a matter of where did he fit within the scheme? And what is the depth behind him? And I think depth depth key at any position for sure. But I think it's the impact based on the depth or lack of depth for a particular team. And then the importance. I mean, for Jalen Ramsey, yeah, he's going to lock down a certain side. Plays a lot of man under. But um, but he's not typically one that – I mean, it, it varies. It varies from the matchup, right? So, But I, th- I think for somebody like Ramsey – you know, he's a good player, and he definitely likes to tell you he's a good player or oh, tell yeah. his opponents he's a good player and pump that chest. And beat that chest. That's okay, man. It's an alpha game. Have some bravado. Bring it out there on the field and be confident. Your teammates will feed off that as well. But, you know, then you look at the, the team that he was playing for. Well, how dominant was he when he was playing in Jacksonville? That was a crap team. Now you get to go to the Super Bowl caliber team. And a defense that was you know, anytime you've got guys, especially Aaron Donald for one. Well, how many? Where, where's the focus of a team's offense? Is it worried about where Jalen Ramsey is, or is it worried about well, where is Aaron Donald in this matchup? And we got to make sure we are keying and staying away from Aaron Donald and and putting more, you know, making more of an emphasis to take him away. So I think it's kind of a, a twofold, right? It's the benefit of how good is that corner, what is the depth behind it, but also how does he benefit from the said pass rush? And for somebody like me, if you're giving me Aaron uh, the an impact on a handicap defensively, Jalen Ramsey versus his teammate Aaron Donald, there's no comparison. I still will get involved in, and can look to bet the Rams, on at least on a defensive side, we're talking totals or anything like that. If Ramsey's out, I'd be def- much more apprehensive if somebody like Aaron Donald is out because I think he's such he's clearly more impactful to the defense mm-hmm. and the opposing game plan from week to week. Yeah, I think Aaron Donald's a guy who's probably worth a couple of points to the spread, maybe even two and a half points with what he's able to do from an impact standpoint. It's funny you mentioned Ramsey and how he likes to let people know how good he is. He tweeted a couple days ago, and this is, it's a thread, so I'll follow along with me here. He says, right. stack up my first six years in the league to any corner in history. Three-time first-team All-Pro, five-time Pro Bowler. Who else did that? And an eyeball emoji. Twelve minutes later. It's only like two players in history with a resume like mine in six years. 15 minutes later, if that, to be honest. <laughs> like he's just a guy who loves to tell you that he's good. And, and I love that from a corner. Um, clearly, I wish my Dallas Cowboys drafted him. In hindsight, it was between Zeke and Ramsey. And I think the, uh, the Ramsey decision would have probably been a better one. That goes without saying. But uh, I like that a corner with a little bit of an attitude uh, that also backs it up on the field as well. Denzel Ward, though, is an interesting name on this blue chips list here, James, because Denzel Ward got the big contract this year. I believe he's the highest paid corner in league history with the Cleveland Browns entering into year four. I believe it is for the corner out of Ohio State. Is Ward worthy of that sort of a deal? And is he worthy to be listed among these other blue chip caliber players like Ramsey, like J.C. Jackson now with the Chargers, Marlon Humphrey with the Ravens and Marshawn Lattimore with the Saints? I mean, I don't think so. Uh, where the Browns have just been so bad for for so long. I know they've they've rebuilt that team, and there's a lot more talent on that team on both sides of the football. And and Miles Garrett is as good as anybody getting after the quarterback off the edge. But you know, this is got to win. So that's the other thing too. Is it when we're looking to bet, we're looking to win, right? We're looking whether it's the via the point spread or whatever. But we're betting on some performance, but it's performance collective of a team versus their opponent. Mm-hmm. 
in this case here, uh, I mean, what have we? I don't know what I've seen from Ward. What 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 can what can I take away from Ward to where? Is this the guy that would Cleveland? What would the impact to Cleveland be if Denzel Ward is out and he is not on the field? We've seen that before. I don't know. Did did I notice any drop off to say, wow, he is so impactful for this team? Again, it's kind of the same thing. I'm much more impactful for me if if Garrett is not out there on the field yeah. as opposed to Ward, especially depending on the scheme and what does the scheme look like. And I think the scheme there with Woods, Woods does a lot more. Uh, he he's very you know he has a lot of hybrids in his scheme there as a defensive coordinator with with Cleveland and where does Ward fit in well maybe there's a lot more zone underneath as opposed to to the man coverage in a lockdown type of corner so it's not to take away from any of these players but a lot of it comes into how do they fit within the scheme and those can fluctuate and change we know as as the carousel continues to rotate when it comes to coaches but uh, to me, Denzel Ward, yeah, you can pay him all the money. Good. Go get your money, young fella. I, that's that's <laughs> great for you. But if I'm looking to bet and Cleveland is going to be a, a bet against for me, it's not based on whether Ward's available or not. Yeah, and that's a tricky thing, I think, in general with these cornerbacks. Based on the rules, it's how much of an impact do they actually make on a game and how much of an impact do they have on the point spread. Somebody like Jalen Ramsey, who's not only a boundary corner, also moves around a little bit, can travel and follow the other team's best receivers. Yeah, that player makes an impact, but some of these other guys, it's maybe half a point, maybe a point at max, pending the matchup. If there's a really good receiver on the other side, it's just so difficult for these corners in 2022 to make the similar impact that they could make 20, 30 years ago when they could be a little bit more physical with some of these wide receivers. Now it's, I mean, you can't touch anybody. It's it's tough to cover anyone. Well, and that's where I like guys like Lattimore. Right, because Lattimore is. I mean, we saw the the battles and the fight with Tampa, and I think he's oh, yeah. kind of key. And 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 they have a great pass rush too, and and so they, he definitely can to, to be. He could be more aggressive, and be more physical, but he is such a physical player. He's terrific in the run, and that's that's part of it too for me. It's whether it has an impact on the point spread, and I don't think Marshawn Lattimore moves the needle when it comes to to the side and the line move, but his impact on the field, not only from the bravado and the physical nature that he brings and very physical. I think of his matchups with Mike Evans and man, put those guys in the, in, in put those guys in the ring, man, let them have it out. <laughs> the octagon. I, I think, <laughs> I, and I, I'm all about Marshawn Lattimore and bringing that edge, but he's a guy that likes to play the run too and go stick his shoulder and his head in there. And just, he likes the physical nature of, of football and, and understands how to play within the rules of that. Yeah. You can't have much contact on the receivers, but he finds ways around and how to navigate and circumvent that system. So he can be physical that way, but I also like guys that aren't afraid to go up there and stick stick it in the run game, and Marshawn Lattimore is one of those guys. He got a lot of dog and a lot of alpha in him, mm-hmm. in him. and for somebody like him not being on the field, yeah, it probably doesn't impact the point spread, but it definitely impacts my handicap, because I think he's a key piece to that defense, just with not only his physical nature, but the attitude he brings to that Saints defense. Like the kids say, he got that dog in him. Marshawn Lattimore yes. really does. Real quick, the nickel cornerbacks, the blue chips on this list, are as follows. Kendall Fuller of the Commanders, Asante Samuel Jr. of the Chargers, Troy Hill of the Rams, Mike Hughes of the Lions, and Sean Murphy Bunting of the Buccaneers. And what stands out to me is the two L.A. teams have two blue chips and the boundary corners and the nickel corners, James. 
Well, and they're going to need him. For those Chargers, they're going to need him considering the area assault that the Chargers are going to face each and every week within the AFC mm. West. So he is going to be key, and as well as they got Jackson on the outside too. And you've got Derwin James helping you out at the safety top. When he's healthy, he's a tremendous playmaker as well. Yeah, the corner who led the league with most interceptions last year was Dallas Cowboys cornerback Trayvon Diggs. He was on the red chips list. We'll talk Cowboys on the other side, including Diggs and Michael Parsons next. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before we make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check the current betting splits data. The betting splits page it will show you where the money and bets are moving for every game, and now it is updated every 10 minutes so you can see changes in all the action. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way. VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round, so check out today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. Welcome back. This is Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. Femi and Bebefe hanging out here at the VEASAN studios. James Salinas out in Colorado. And James, we teased it on the other side, but America's team, the Dallas Cowboys, there's always a target on their back. And recently, Dallas Cowboys all-pro linebacker Micah Parsons Decided to chat a little bit. Some of these guys, it's like you already have the target from being the star, and now you got to talk to put an even bigger one on your chest. But here's what Parsons had to say about he and cornerback Trayvon Diggs. He thinks that they can become better than Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey and what they bring to the L.A. Rams. He says, Parsons says they're not there quite yet, but he's confident that the duo can become what Donald and Ramsey are or possibly eclipse Donald and Ramsey. Your reaction to hearing those comments? Well, first for Diggs, he's going to have to have a hell of a lot more discipline as a corner. I mean, he's looking for, he's not looking to make the right play. He's making to look the big play. Right, and he's just somebody that gambles, and we mm. we see him get picked on on double moves a lot. We saw that with New England, New England that game was it a Sunday? Was it Sunday night game? Monday night game? A great game. Went to overtime, back and forth, wild affair up there in New England. Yep. But man, did did they not? And with a rookie quarterback as well, and Mac Jones, they had, the the Patriots game plan was to find Diggs and attack Diggs in those double moves because we know he is just wanting to make that big splash play and doesn't stay disciplined enough to recognize and read his instincts are to I want to take it get one and take it to the house and he does that he's done that he he, he gambles and you've got to be willing as a defense to allow that to happen but to be on that tandem there you know Mike Parsons, young fella. I mean, he had a great standout year <laughs> last year, and just the the. And I, I like his attitude. I think that's the thing too. Is he is somebody that, um, the from the in between the ears. I mean, he's a smart player. Yep. He's got great instincts. He's got great talent, speed, name it, physicality, all the tools, right? But he also has great character. I think this is a kid who is very self-aware, understands what his role is, and will show humility. And maybe that's when we saw a lot of humility out of him throughout the course of last year, even despite how great of a season he had, still just saying, I'm going to work to get better and deferring doing and saying all the right things. So it's interesting now, uh, where did that come from? Was that an interview? Was that a tweet? 
right? Is it more of the social media stuff? I just wonder. These guys are just getting antsy, right? You mentioned Jalen. <laughs> you, you mentioned yep. Jalen Ramsey before, and he's sending these tweets. I think they're just ready to they're ready to put on the pads for well, what do they get? Eight days of contact and pads throughout the season, whatever it is. But at least once, go hit something or somebody. They're just itching to get out there on the field and go compete. And, you know, the the off season's over. These guys are ready to go play. But you got to let the play do the talking for you. Talking talks cheap. Let scoreboard work. And I guess I think the last time I saw the scoreboard there for the Dallas Cowboys and America's team there, Femi, uh, they were kind of getting pummeled at the line of scrimmage and getting their ass run all over by the San Francisco 49ers. And if it wasn't for Jimmy G not being able to hit wide open receivers on third down, that game could have been even worse the way that it was at least through the first three quarters. Yeah, no, I, I, like Parsons is a guy who I think is going to be the future of the Cowboys, like probably the face of the Cowboys, because I think he's that good as a defensive player. And, I mean, hell, last season he was getting comparisons to Lawrence Taylor, which, to his credit, he said that's way too too soon. It's crazy. I think, I believe the quote, uh, quote that Parsons said was that Lawrence Taylor has 142 sacks. Well, I got 130 sacks to go to even be in the discussion with Lawrence Taylor. So at least he knows that he's not in that LT yeah. stratosphere, but his rookie season was comparable to Lawrence Taylor. I'm not going to go that far uh, to say that he can be that guy, but I think he can be a multiple-time defensive player of the year. Uh, as for Diggs, I don't think he's ever going to reach that sort of potential to be on a Jalen Ramsey level, just because of what you said there with his discipline. He's more of a gambler, which I kind of like, though. I like in today's NFL, cornerbacks are going to give up plays, so as long as you make plays, I can live with it, uh, and Diggs does that, but the Cowboys' defense as a whole it's where I think this really gets interesting, James, because when you look at their defensive metrics from last year, 19th in team defense, 13th in passing yards, 9th in rushing, 1st in interceptions, 2nd in penalties, but I think the biggest stat for the Dallas Cowboys was takeaways. They led the NFL last year with 34 takeaways, 26 INTs, 8 fumble recoveries. They had a plus 14 differential in turnovers. We know turnovers are the number one stat that usually correlate to wins and losses in the NFL. Do you expect that number to regress a little bit? And if it does, are the Cowboys maybe a team to fade in 2022? Well, I mean, they still get Washington on the schedule and <laughs> twice, and they'll get Daniel Jones on the yeah. schedule Once twice. Once my throw so a few to Trayvon get, Diggs. <laughs> the, the, yeah, there's going to be plenty of turnovers to be had for the Dallas Cowboys. But I, I just, you know, I think, unfortunately for, for Van Der Esch, I think the injuries have really taken a toll on his career. I mean, when he first came out, he was he was that old-school linebacker. It felt like he had the neck roll going mm -hmm. on. He was going to have the short jersey, and he's just out there to go stick, right? But he's all taken so many injuries, some you know, some really some some threatening injuries too to his career. And I think it's really taken a toll on his productivity and just being able to he's not the player that he was when he first came into the league, and that's unfortunate for him. He had a lot of talent. I really liked watching him play. But yeah, I, I just I don't this is not a team that defensively, this is a, a, aside from Parsons being being a he'll be an all pro this coming season. Mm -hmm. Aside from Parsons, I can't find that anywhere else. I know Lawrence, when he's out there on the field, can 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 be a, a game record too in the backfield, but that really, this is not a team that I trust. If, if anything, it's really Quinn. I think that was the fortunate piece for the the Cowboys to be able to retain Quinn's services again. I think he did a marvelous job trying to put Band-Aids and patchwork together. And yeah, Parsons will help you do that. But from what we've seen over the years past, aside from Parsons and the upgrade with his performance on the field, this is still not, this is a an average defense at best. And I know the takeaways and they got off to a lot of, you know, a lot of high scoring games and teams have to get back but it's kind of correlated 
it to me, Femi. It's it's well, the defense does all these plays and they make had all these takeaways and and all these big splash plays. But when your offense is scoring the way that it does and the passing game that we saw or the the really the the change in identity of the last couple of years for the Dallas Cowboys from that run heavy that mammoth offensive line that just would pound opponents into submission over 60 minutes. Now it's gone to much more of a spread offense with Dak slinging the football around a lot more. And I know they've talked about getting back to the running game, but that's not the same offensive line they had a few years back when it was feed Ezekiel Elliott, that I don't think this is a team that's going to put up the points that they did like they did last year. And teams are not going to have to play from behind and kind of scrap and abandon some of the game plan and, and be more aggressive passing the ball down the field to try to play catch up against the Dallas Cowboys because they are playing in a hole. I don't think the Cowboys are going to be anywhere near as prolific offensively in the passing game. You, Cooper's gone. You Gallup, who knows if Gallup, when he's going to come back. I think he had his ACL surgery in February. Mm-hmm. Does he even get back out onto the field? I mean, this is a CD Lamb's going to step up as the number. He'll be the number one receiver. This is not going to be the same offense, and they're not going to have as many points on the board to where the Cowboys get to benefit from being able to be aggressive because their opponents are playing catch-up. Yeah, no, I think those are all fair points there. Uh, the Cowboys, they lose Randy Gregory, who goes to Denver in free agency. They try to replace him with Dante Fowler Jr., who's played under Dan Quinn as well in the past, so maybe that can kind of get things going for this Cowboys team. Their betting profile, though, is as such, James, 16-1 to to win the Super Bowl, plus 750 to win the NFC, plus 120 to win the NFC East. Hell, that was minus 120 to win the NFC East back in February. Uh, minus 300 to make the playoffs, plus 240 to miss the playoffs win total set at 10 and a half over at BetMGM, but it's juiced to the under at minus 125. The over is plus 105 here. Um, when you look at their betting profile, I know you're invested in the Eagles to win the NFC East. Uh, I'm invested in the Eagles to win the NFC and to win the Super Bowl. Didn't make a division bet on the Eagles because the price ran away from me. But when you look at their betting profile, do you think this Cowboys team is still a team that you believe will make the playoffs and maybe make a little bit of noise? Or do you think that this is a full fade in 2022? I think it's a fade. It proved to me that they've got to win something in the playoffs. I mean, yeah. last year was just a complete uh, getting a run over for one. Yeah. The total meltdown. I mean, the the offensive or defensively, San Francisco just said, you know what, bring it. We're going to pound it, and we're going to keep pounding it at you, whether it was Mitchell or or bringing Debo Samuel rushing the football, and and then the the, the the end of the game and how they mismanaged the clock and just what a complete debacle. That's what they've had to live with the entirety of the offseason is how poorly they performed in that game at home in that wildcard matchup against San Francisco. But if you look at this schedule here, Femi, this is, I mean, look at what they start out with. They're going to have, they get two games at home, mm-hmm. but you're going to start off with Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and then you get the AFC champion Cincinnati Bengals to come in there. I mean, this is going to be, again, this is a team that has that star as a target on their helmet each and every time they play. No one is looking ahead when they're playing the Dallas Cowboys when it's on their schedule. They get the best effort each and every week from their opponents. This is a challenging schedule from start to finish for the most part. A couple cupcakes in there, but for the most part, this is a really challenging schedule. Their win total is at 10.5. Give me the under. I don't see 11 wins for the Dallas Cowboys this year. Yeah, I think if you gave Jerry Jones, Mike McCarthy, Dak Prescott a little bit of truth serum, they'd say they would sign up for one and one in those first two weeks right now if they could because that is a very difficult first two weeks to start the season. On the other side, we wrap up the show with a little bit of baseball here on Betting Across America. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. BetMGM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. On Sunday, you can place a $25 one-game parlay on any Major League Baseball game, and you'll receive a $10 free bet that you can use on any sport, regardless of your bet's outcome. Log in to your account or download the app and sign up with BetMGM to get a $10 free bet to use on any sport when you place a $25 one-game parlay on any MLB game. Turn game time into showtime with the king of sportsbooks. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions 21 years of age or older to wager new and existing customer offer all promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit free bets expire seven days from issuance please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in mississippi nevada new york or washington dc Welcome back. This is the final segment of Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. Femi Abebefe hanging out here at the South Point. James Salinas out in Colorado. James, let's switch things up here and talk a little baseball and start 
with the Sunday night baseball game out in the AL East. The New York Yankees and the Boston Red Sox with their annual summer series at Fenway here. The Red Sox are the home dog, plus 110. Yankees, minus 135 here. The total sitting at 9, which is juiced to the over at minus 115 as the Yankees try to bounce back there with a big lead, 15 games in the AL East. Yeah, 15-game lead. But, you know, Boston took chipped away at it yesterday with that oh, the extra inning win last night and the walk-off against the Yankees. Uh, we're for looking at the Yankees here. It's been, you know, this is uh, the, the, the run they've been on is incredible. I know Judge has been on a monster tear and AL MVP, all of this. Well, at least he's leading his team to having a, a record first half season in a sense. Not a record, but a tremendous season yep. as opposed to I'm looking at where, how are the Angels doing right now? Another uh, loss. Yeah, for, not, not so good. Come on, Otani, you're the best player in baseball. you got to take him out of this. <laughs> well, anyway, oh, that's all another discussion. <laughs> We're going to so discuss you that read all between, summer long. <laughs> you, you can read between the lines where I sit with that one. I, I'm about winning and how does a team contribute to the winning to the winning culture of your team and, and how do they make those plays. But anyhow, look Looking at the Yankees, it's but it's you know baseball. It's it's we it's it's matchups, and here are the matchup I think for for the Yankees, it's just not a favorable matchup for Tyon. I mean, Jameson Tyon has been he's he had a great start to the season, but maybe is he another one where those the amount of innings and the pitches count is starting to to catch up to Tyon, and he needs that All Star break. I mean, the last three starts, he has really gotten tagged over his last three starts, and and the, in particular the last two, facing the Pirates and the Oakland A's. He's gotten just a total of 10 innings, eight earned runs, gave up two home runs in that game, in those two games as well. Still not walking a lot of guys, so his command is there, but I think some of these guys are just having a, a, a little uh, dip in the fastball and the velocity of the fastball, and guys are starting to square it up and barrel it. We know the weather's changing, and the ball's flying out of there too, so not somebody I'm going to want to get involved with here as far as the looking at the total, and that's probably where I was looking. That's what I was trying to lean toward is sitting at nine right now and uh, as far as the other side with Pavetta I mean he he got hammered the other night against Tampa what he gets seven runs against Tampa but he'd been pretty pretty competitive leading up to that point but I think for for Pavetta now having to go in and match up against this Yankees lineup you know can he get that out of his system maybe he got it out of his system here but this is somebody who does they will find the ball out of the yard and I think that's probably where I would lean here I, I think we're going to get back into the bullpens again mm -hmm. and unfortunately I don't know where we ever going to see the Chapman from before I mean Chapman comes in he's a middle reliever now for the Yankees I mean that's probably the long-term piece is the back end of that bullpen for the Yankees with with Chapman still trying to find himself after injury has not looked good when he's come out there but this total right now sitting let's get into that bullpen and we get in that bullpen a little earlier than what we expect i kind of lean towards the over in this matchup tonight yeah the ball could be flying out of fenway park later this evening the yankees 61 and 24 with a run differential of plus 182 they've just been yeah. outstanding so far through the first half of this season the Seattle Mariners, they've been outstanding recently here, James. Yes. My M's, go M, Soto Mojo's back, mm -hmm. baby. They have won 15 of their last 18, including seven straight. Now two games over 500. The Mariners hosting the Blue Jays this afternoon. M's minus 125, the favorites. Blue Jays plus 105, the dogs. The totals at seven and a half, juice to the over, despite Logan Gilbert being on the mound for the home team. 
<laughs> Despite, yeah, well, and think we've seen this. I think we saw we we were talking about this, and we bet last night with the Mariners. We were able to pull out a a late inning win mm-hmm. against the Toronto Blue Jays last night, and Robbie Ray. And this is where, for manager service, I think being whether it's I, I think about Bud Black here as the manager for the the Rockies and working with the young pitching staff, although it hasn't been working out since his tenure here in Colorado. But it makes it challenging. But he understands pitching staffs, and I think for service, he understands pitching staffs too considering how long he was a catcher and I'm just reverting back to last night with the what we've seen the adjustment with Robbie Ray and, and this is something where I think a manager we know there's a lot of new talent and a lot of moves remain in the offseason some high expectations for the Seattle Mariners going into this season kind of building off momentum from last year and now putting some money out there in particular one of them with Robbie Ray coming over as a free agent they made a, they made an adjustment with Ray, and I think what Service noticed was the fact that they teams were and batters were laying off of his slider and saying, "Hey, you're getting ahead in this count. That slider is not the wipeout slider. They're staying off it. They're reading the spin. We're gonna we're gonna make the adjustment and start throwing more two seamers." as opposed to those sliders. And Mm -hmm. since he's made that adjustment, he has absolutely been dominant in those six starts. But I just think that's where it takes a manager time to get to know his players. And I think service being that, being that catcher that he was for all those years understands it from that perspective. And I think that's what we've seen now. The Mariners winning what seven in a row here, as well as they've been playing and you're playing on the opposite side here. You're talking about a Toronto blue Jays team that they threw a lot of money out there too. And a lot of high price, contracts but they still have the same approach at the plate this is a team that is still swinging for the fences they don't move runners around and i think for the blue jays this is what we're going to see from them they've lost eight out of nine they're not hitting the baseball they've dropped to four games they've dropped what now i think we're going to see we're, we're seeing baltimore when i think they're just what two and a half games out of the cellar in the AL East are the Toronto Blue Jays as well as Baltimore has been playing recently. And I think there's a lot of pressure on the Blue Jays. A lot of young players, guys with big contracts that are up there pressing, saying, I'll be the hero, I'll get us out of this slump, and I'll hit that three-run homer with nobody on base. They're struggling with runners in scoring position. Only 18 runs scored, I think, in the last eight games for the Blue Jays with a 174 average with runners Mm -hmm. in scoring position. I think it continues. I think this is where sometimes it's... I know momentum is only as good as as today's starting pitcher, but I think right now the Blue Jays' mindset right now is really pressing. I think they get swept, and that's going to be a short price here with the Mariners, minus 125. I like the home team. Yeah, bring out the brooms, baby. Let's go. T-Mobile Park gets electric now that they're winning. It wasn't so much in May, (laughs) but that's neither here nor there. Yeah. Giants. No, but again, it, it <laughs> yeah. takes it's, but it's it's going to take you. You can't just say, "Well, we got all these new players on this team, and now they just all find their roles. They yeah. find out where they at in the lineup." Guys, the, the manager has to get to know his players. Teammates got to get to know their teammates in the clubhouse. Start to build some chemistry. Understand how guys play. Understand what, how they play, and understand trying to fit and play to their strengths. And that's what we're starting to see now with Seattle finding that it just takes some time. Doesn't mean that those guys were overpriced or they, you can't buy chemistry. Femi, that takes a while to, to, to galvanize, but I mm-hmm. think with service there, he's done a great job. I just mentioned the the one impact with Robbie Ray last night and making those adjustments that he did about a month and a half ago or about a month ago. The last six starts have been absolutely dominant because of those adjustments, but it took him time to get to know Robbie Ray as a pitcher. 
Yeah, I, I wish you send that message to all of Seattle and the greater Northwest because the freakout was yeah, on that's 11. Fans. Oh, fans. <laughs> yeah. Everybody thinks you're supposed to go 162 and 0. Just saying. like every football team is supposed to go 17 and 0. Yeah. Like, have some patience and understand it takes time. And it's a, a hell of a grind and a marathon of a season in Major League Baseball. But good for the M's. I, I like the way that they play. Yeah. yeah, we'll see if they can end that playoff drought, which is the longest in North American sports right now. Haven't made the postseason since 2001. Final game we have to get to here NL West. Giants Padres the Padres at home minus 120 the favorites Giants even money total sitting at eight we got about 40 seconds left yeah I was looking at the under here I think with with getting Gore back out there you throw out Gore's two spots two he's been absolutely dreadful against the Rockies in his two starts you throw out those two starts where he's allowed 14 earned runs in the in a matter of nine innings I believe you couple that now He's score, he's only given up besides the Rockies. He's given up just nine earned runs over the course of about 55 innings. This is somebody that doesn't want to see the Rockies in the lineup for whatever reason. Weird back-to-back games they teed off on them. But here, neither team has been. We talked about the Padres earlier, not able to string together hits. Giants have been struggling at the plate as well. I like the under in that matchup. Yeah, no, that's a, that, that's an interesting look there with the NL West. Those two teams jockeying for position, but right now it looks like the Padres are going to solidify themselves as the second team in that division. That does it for the show. Want to give a special thanks to our entire crew that's working behind the scenes. Jeff Jans, Liz Foster, our guy Kev up here, Stephen Bond as always, our producer. Uh, today, it's, it's, it's been a little bit of chaotic behind the scenes, but you guys didn't know that until I said it because of the work that they did behind the glass and downstairs. So awesome job by them. Thank you to you, James. Great stuff as always, we'll do this again next Sunday. The Open Championship, the final round will be going on next Sunday. Congrats to Xander Shoffley. He just won the Scottish Open. And congrats to all those who bet on him. Best of luck to you guys the rest of the day. Brady Cannon, West Reynolds coming up next at Circa on VEASAN. BetMGM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. On Sunday, you can place a $25 one-game parlay on any major league baseball game, and you'll receive a $10 free bet that you can use on any sport regardless of your bets out regardless of your bets out regardless of your bets out regardless of your at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field whatever the sport whatever the moment it's never ordinary at bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.